0: on sales and visibility with proven mindset hacks and sneak peeks behind the scenes with what's working right now in the online space and in my business. Ready to make more money with heart? Let's go. Hello friends, I am so excited for today's episode. This is an amazing client story that's going to blow you away. But also, this is one of my nearest and dearest friends in the whole entire planet. This is Devin White. And she has been one of the most selfless friends that God has gifted me with. I mean, I could go into detail and do a whole nother podcast on it. But she really is someone that inspires me in my personal life, someone that's walked through some of the hardest and darkest chapters with me, and is just An inspiration. You know, I think like we can have friendships and not all of our friends have to have all of our common interests, right? Like, I have a lot of friends that aren't moms and I'm still really close to them. But when a friend is also a mom, like you kind of just get each other, right? I think about the same thing as friends in business. Not all my friends own businesses and that's cool. But when a friend also is an entrepreneur, you just like relate on another level. So I have to be honest that I like secretly wanted to rope Devin into entrepreneurship just because I feel like. It's just so fun to relate to friends on that level. And I'm so excited to for her to share her story with you because I think it's just such a story of vulnerability
1: and courage and bravery. So without further ado, hi, Devin. Hi, Anna. Oh my gosh, that was beautiful. I'm like tearing up over here.
0: <laughs> Tell us a little bit about, maybe we can share first like how we met and then we can also share like a little bit about your business too.
1: Yeah. When did I meet you, Anna? I feel like we met years ago, maybe when we were pregnant. You must have been pregnant with Levi and I had just had Amelia. Do you think that's right? I
0: think it was right around there. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yes. And I just remember we dove into like being moms of babies together and we would see each other once a week and our babies would be crying and we'd have like disheveled hair, but we'd be so happy to see each other and just, you know, have that common space of we're in this and it's crazy and it's wild. And I'm so glad that we get to do it together.
0: I think you said it perfectly, right? Our dear, dear friend, Monique, who we are also in contact with till this day, also had a baby at the same time. And it was just Mm -hmm. wild to have, do that newborn phase Mm -hmm. together. And we were doing a Bible study at the time. And like, just to come together once a week, as you are, as a mess, like, I just think like, it's almost reminds me of business, like doing the beginning phase Mm -hmm. of business together. That's just like, Kind of awful, kind of wonderful. Like there's so many parallels, right?
1: You're so right. I had never actually connected that to like having an infant, but it's so, so similar.
0: Okay. Tell us a little bit about your business, what you do, how you got started, all that stuff.
1: Well, Anna, if I'm being completely honest, I feel like you tricked me into starting my (laughs)
0: business.
1: (laughs) I don't know not bad about it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, it all started when you said, Devin, I need some help with my house. I love the way that you've designed your home. Can you please help me with my entryway? And I remember kind of having this like, oh, oh yeah, I I actually think I could do that. (laughs) Sure. I'd love to help you with that. And, and I just kind of went with it and dove into something that I'd never really done before, even though it was an interest and a hobby and something that i absolutely loved doing i had just never really shared it with the world at that point <laughs> um and and afterwards you were like devin um i th- i think you should do this <laughs> and again i had this like pause of i I, and I think you might be right. Like I've watched you grow your business from the ground up and teach other women how to grow their businesses from the ground up. And I have been so inspired by that. And I always had this like in my mind, but what can I do? Like, is there really anything that I have to offer the world? Could I really be a badass entrepreneur like my good friend, Anna? And when you like put that little bug into my ear honestly, a part of me lit up and I just, I don't know, like I just opened that door.
0: (laughs) I love that. If you've seen any of my photos, they're almost all from at Devin's house. Like Devin is always like, she's a creative genius. She's also a talented singer, basically all of the creative giftings. Right. But (laughs) this is something that sometimes our expertise is so close to us that we can't even see it. Like anyone that's ever seen anything of Devin's, they're like, oh my goodness, like her design is stunning. Right. But I think when it comes so natural to you, you're like, duh, isn't everyone's house look like a magazine, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It is hard to see what's I guess right under your nose all along. Um, okay, I
0: love that. So, fast forward a little bit. You giving you so much credit. I talked about this in a former podcast episode about like hiring our friends and stuff, which is so funny because mm-hmm. I've actually hired you to do design now. You've hired me to do coaching, right?
1: Mm-hmm, but yeah.
0: you at some point decided, okay, I want to hire Anna. We're going to do an intensive and I want to get some strategy around like making this a legit business. Like what gave you the courage to invest in strategy to get this off the ground?
1: Oh, that's a great question. I think that I was just ready. Like everything in my life had kind of worked together to bring me to a point where I was ready to jump into some type of work. And I have really high standards for the work that I put my mind and my heart and my body to. And I was just looking. And when you put that bug in my ear, I kind of ran this idea up against all of my like, does this fit with this? Does this fit with this? And the answer was yes, 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 and yes. However, I still had to do a lot of mindset work around like, okay, these are all yeses if i can actually make this happen. <laughs> and so the mindset work for me was finding that like belief in myself to jump into something that i'm going to have to create nearly on my own. like i had your help and support but it felt different to me in the sense that i'm not like clocking in i don't have a boss that's telling me what to do. like this is me putting all of my energy and all of my effort into something that I'm just going to have to grow organically. And that was very scary for me. I love
0: that you said that. I think so many women can relate to that, right? Like when I see someone like you, Devin, I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's the smartest idea for you to be an entrepreneur because you are someone that when you show up for something, you give it your all. Like I've been to your parties, like your dinner parties, like these things are excellent, right? Like, and so I think what's so nice about women like you starting a business is all of your perfection, all of your excellence, all of your work ethic actually gets to pay off for you now. And yeah. you get to make money versus when you're working for an employer, all of your brilliance is great, but it's going for someone else, right? Yeah. Um What advice would you give to someone if they are in that boat of like, yeah, great. But also it's all on me. Like it's all like, it's ultimately I'm, I'm on my own. You're right. Like maybe a business coach is going to help me 5%, but 95% of this is on me. Like, how did you get over some of those feelings?
1: Oh, another great question, Anna. I think that I just got to the place where it was, do or don't do, you know, try and fail. But at least if I try, I can be proud of myself for putting in the effort because I think you've said it before, like you never know until you give it a shot. And I just took that to heart and dove in. So I think having someone in your corner, giving you the permission to try and fail was probably the best thing that I had going for me. So thank you, Anna.
0: It's just, It's such an honor. Okay. Now tell me the juicy part about, let's talk about if you're okay with it, your your failures and then your success after, because I don't know a single entrepreneur that hasn't had failures, like micro failures on the way to their success, but I think it's not talked about. And so all we see online is like, I made a million dollars overnight, or I signed five clients without a single, like Every entrepreneur (laughs) I know has a crying in the shower moment, right? And I think like, it's the failures that give us the clarity, but no one talks about it. So will you, (laughs) are you willing to talk about it?
1: Absolutely. I had, I feel like just an epic failure start to my business. Um, I I loved working with you through the get and coach your first client, right? Yes, yes. And we worked through that whole program and I had everything mapped out and I was really excited about focusing on vacation rentals. And I, you know, the day came for me to launch. I had this giveaway that I was pushing, I was promoting and I gave it two weeks, first day, no one signs up. Second day, no one signs up. Third day, no one signs up. And I'm trying to just, you know, soothe, self-soothe and like keep, keep putting myself out there and keep believing in myself when nothing is happening. And at the end of the two weeks, I got zero applications and it was very, very discouraging. I felt so embarrassed. I didn't want to tell anyone that nobody applied. I didn't know what to post on social media. Like, what do you say when you have a giveaway and nobody went like nobody applies? So therefore you have no winner. <laughs> um, and it was pretty devastating I tried, I tried to hold my head up high and I think I did what made the most sense for me in the moment. And I called up a friend, I called up our good friend, Monique. And I was like, Hey, I know you have a room. Can I design it and post some of those pictures? And I want to give you this giveaway, even though you didn't, (laughs) you know, like I just kind of started like scrounging for whatever I could get in that moment to make myself like, I don't know if, if I was trying to like, soothe or just meet the need that I had for this gift I don't know how to explain it
0: I love what you did which is like here I am at the end of my rope
1: right like
0: what what can I do what's the option right and I think I love that even I actually didn't know quite know that part of the story but I love it because I love that like even at the darkest moment of no one applying for something free, you were like, listen, I'm going to do it for someone anyway. I'm going to ask someone, no one applied, but I'm going to ask someone and I'm going to design a room for free anyway. That's (laughs) the type of attitude and tenacity. We make that wrong, right? Instead of like, wow, like I really went after it, right? Not only like, even after no one applied, I still asked someone and I still did it anyway. And I think we're showing like, God, like that's how bad I want this business to work is I'm willing to do
1: whatever it takes, right? Oh, thank you for that reframe. That's actually really powerful. (laughs) It's huge. And that's the attitude that slowly
0: gets you through, right? Okay, tell me what happened after that.
1: Okay, so I redesigned the room for Monique. I had so much fun. I'm like pinching myself. Do I get to like, I'm not making money yet. but I'm I'm still having so much fun. Um, And then I'm just kind of floundering though, everywhere else. I'm kind of floundering, like I don't really know what to post. I don't know what to do next, because nobody applied. And I think Anna, you reached out at some and you're like, well, have you thought about trying again? Oh, no, no, no. Anna, you asked me to design your living room. You moved into your new house. You you said, Hey, Devin, I need your help again. Can I send you some pictures? Can I send you some measurements? And can you please just help me fill in the space? And I was like, yes, I can do that. Anna."
0: Because at this point, right. I think part in correct me if I'm wrong, but I think part of your nerves were like, maybe I can design Airbnbs, but I'm a little bit nervous to design residential because what if like you had a lot of blocks around serving residential clients,
1: right? Yes, I did. That's why we started with vacation. Cause I had the, I had just this, like, what if, what if their style isn't my style? What if, you know, I've, I felt so confident that I could create a vacation rental that anyone could walk into and be like, wow, this feels elegant. This feels peaceful. This feels beautiful. But I didn't know that I could do that. I wasn't sure if I could do that for someone's personal home that they get to walk into day after day after day after day.
0: And I think this is such a good example of in our business, when we have blocks, when we're starting out, just going with it, right? I had Mm -hmm. so many blocks starting out when I was getting visible on social media because I was also a therapist. I didn't want to have a public visibility. I put everything inside my private Facebook group, which really Mm -hmm. wasn't optimal, but I'm glad I did it because it's what I was working around my blocks, right? Same thing with you. Like you had a block around working with the everyday citizen, right? So you were like, I'm going to do it for businesses basically. Okay, that didn't work, but that got you close closer to like, okay, maybe I can't work with the everyday woman. Right. So I think like, it's such a good Testament of sometimes we need to do the mindset work and work our mindset blocks. But other times we just need to take action around our blocks
1: until we're able to face them. Right. Yes, Absolutely. And you pushed me to do that when you asked me to help you with your house.
0: (laughs) Yes. Because I glad I was like, okay, number one, I got a great deal. Okay. I got a. This is the (laughs) cool thing about your first clients is they get great deals. I was like, listen, Hi, I will hire you to do my living room because number one, you know, I do not have a creative design bone. Number two, I got an amazing deal. Oh my goodness. And tell me what it was like. Yeah, what, where did you go from there?
1: Yeah, it was super fun. And then again, I feel like, you know, you reached out and I, this time I saw it coming. I'm like, okay, okay. Anna, I know what you're doing. I see what you're doing and I'm tracking with you. And no, I actually
0: really did want my living room designed. Like I actually <laughs> did want you to do that.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. But when you, I'm not sure if you said, well, now how did that feel, Devin? Like, do you, do you think you might be interested in like shifting and, and going after residential design? And, um, I think you asked me like, how was it difficult for you to get past those mental blocks? Kind of what we had just talked through. And I, and I was like, no, that was super fun. It was easy. And I can't believe you paid me to do that. (laughs) And so then, and then you said, okay, so how about doing another giveaway? And that was another moment where I like my body froze (laughs) and I got a little tense and I felt this huge wave of like absolutely not. (laughs) I don't want to do that again. That was embarrassing. That was painful and it just didn't work. And I don't know if I told you that. I think I was like, "Um, okay, Anna, let me think about that. (laughs) That's what I said out loud. But inside, I was like, no, I'm not going to do that.
0: Because basically I I was asking you, for those of you who haven't done getting coached, it's basically the way you launch your business, right? So basically I was asking Devin, are you willing to relaunch again, right? This happens often, we'll launch our business or a product and it'll quote fail the first time because we don't have the messaging right, right? And then when it fails, we get a ton of data around, something, why it didn't work. So then we can make it work, right? But then the challenge is we have to launch again. So tell me more of what was going through your head when you were considering, do I put my neck on the line? Do I launch my business again when it flopped the first time?
1: Yeah, I just had a lot of self-doubt. I was like, well, what makes like, why do I think I could do it this time if I couldn't do it last time? You know, what has changed? What what is going to make this one successful that didn't make the first one successful? And I, I just didn't have, you know, the belief system or the language system language for that yet. But because you were encouraging me to just try, you know, there is no such thing as failure. There's just the lesson that you learn from it. And so, after just kind of processing that and and thinking through that and like self-soothing myself for a couple of days, I was like, okay, yeah, I I think I can do this. And if it goes south again, well, I'm still here. I'm gonna be okay. I was okay last time. I'm gonna be okay if it if it fails again.
0: Were there any other, like, I love that. And I also think like Devin, you don't give yourself credit for like how much at this point you were already doing the daily mindset check in. Mm -hmm. you were doing daily mindset work. You've been through so many challenges and obstacles in your life. Like when Mm -hmm. you think back on your life, like what are some of the things that you feel like gave you courage or tenacity or resilience that you were able to pull on as you relaunched your business a second time?
1: Oh, that's a great question. And something I had never really thought of. Um, But at at the moment you asked it, I had this like click. Um, I think that there's been several times in my life where I have had to start over. I've, I've just dove, you know, head first, given my all, all of my effort, all of my heart, all of just my time. And, and then I have to walk away from it. And, and then I do it again. And then I do it again. And then I do it again. And, I think that I've just learned that there are seasons in life and there's ebb and there's flow and there's doors opening and there's doors closing, but I always have the courage to take that step forward again.
0: Ooh, I lo- I especially love that last bit as an affirmation. I can trust myself mm-hmm. to always have the courage to try again. And like, we both have kids. So like, I just love that lesson that you're passing on to your daughters, right? Mm-hmm. That you have that inner strength. You have that inner knowing. You can always start again. It's never yeah. too late for you.
1: Whew, that's good to hear. Even just parroted back to me. <laughs> <So> yes. <bad. laughs> what?
0: um. Okay. So at this point you're like, what do you feel like, if if anything, like gave you that courage to like, okay, I'm going to do a two week launch. I'm going to put my business out there for the second time. Anything else that helped you?
1: Oh man. Just honestly, Anna, I think it was just your support and your unwavering confidence in me when I didn't have that for myself. (laughs) I I really don't think I would have done it. I know I wouldn't have done it if you didn't call me out. And call me up.
0: I'm so, and it's so easy for me. I'm like, when you see someone and they have incredible skill, like they're good at what they do. And then you also see that they have work ethic and tenacity. There's no way they're not making money as an entrepreneur right? Like Mm -hmm. eventually. So I just think if you're listening to that podcast, it can be so useful to ask yourself that like, would my best friend believe in me? And one of my good mentors, Becky Weber in college always said to me, Anna, when you don't have the faith, when you don't have the belief, just borrow my belief, borrow my faith. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think sometimes when it comes to our friends or our coach, like it's okay if we don't always believe, right. But Mm -hmm. if we trust our friends or our mentors, right. And if we know at the end of the day, I'm Pat, whatever it is that you do, whether you're a coach or a designer, or if are you good at what you do if you're honest with yourself, right? And um, do you have entrepreneurship skills like resilience, like organization, right? Like tenacity? Mm-hmm. If you do, there's literally no way you're not going to be successful, in my opinion, right?
1: <laughs> wow. I love that. What
0: are your thoughts on all that, Devin?
1: It, that's encouraging. I mean, to me, that just kind of takes all of the, Like we overcomplicated, I think, and that takes all of the overcomplication out and you're just putting one foot in front of the other, doing what you know how to do and just showing up and it's going to happen.
0: Yes. Okay. So now tell us the fun part. How did it happen for you and how did that feel?
1: Yeah. So the second launch was great and I had five people apply, which I was over the moon, thrilled to have five people apply for the free giveaway. And I got to hop on Zoom calls with each of them. And that actually helped me push through some of my other blocks of like, Will this feel connecting like I want it to feel or will I feel too distant and too separate from my clients because I'm online and I'm not in person? But those Zoom calls were beautiful and so connecting and I had so much fun getting to know these women and seeing their spaces and just hearing about the projects that they have and the goals that they have for their home. And it was very, very difficult to choose a winner, but somehow I managed to do that. I know with your support and all of the beautiful documents that you provided for me, Anna. And I picked my winner and then I offered a discount to everyone who applied. And then I think that the universe and just you know the forward momentum that I had from being more confident and having the successful launch, I just all of a sudden had two other people Um, apply to work with me one was in person and one was also e-design and so like I'm all of a sudden I have five clients at the same time and I'm off to the races I
0: love and this is the typical like quote overnight success we hear this part and we don't hear the like the treasury before right but how (laughs) did it feel in that moment of getting five clients and like how did it feel in that moment
1: I think that I was like, it didn't feel like it felt very surreal. I think I was just like pinching myself. Okay. I have, I have five jobs. Like I'm actually doing this. And also I'm getting lost in it. Like I would start pulling photos up and start sketching things out and have to put a timer on my watch to say, you need to stop what you're doing at this time because you have other responsibilities as a mother and a wife. And it was such a like, what is my life right now moment.
0: How? And that is like alignment, right? But I think it takes work to get to the alignment, right? To get to the piece of like, wow, I love. And that's the beauty of this process is it really puts you into the place of like doing the work so you can figure out if you like it right? Some of my clients, they get paying clients and then they discover like, actually, I really hate this. That's (laughs) good data too, because then you can switch your business model, right? But I love that right away. You were like, oh, I love that you got clients, paying clients through the scholarship process, but I love that they came to you also outside at the same time. I think sometimes women make themselves wrong. Like, oh, I got a client, but it was through instead of like, no, I'm taking the action and I'm going to accept any money or any clients that come my way, period, right? Yeah. Amazing. Okay, Where? tell us where you went from there.
1: I just got to work and I worked my butt off and I did it all while my girls were home for summer vacation. <laughs> the timing of that was probably just what I needed in retrospect, um, because I think I do thrive. When, when I have too much to do, I really step up to the plate and I think it accelerated the effort and just the way that I poured myself into my business throughout the summer and also beautiful that my girls got to see it. Um, and yeah, I've just been, I feel like, and I've been working my butt off and having a ton of fun, but feeling overwhelmed and feeling like, do I really know what I'm doing? Sometimes I have these moments of like, okay, I just launched this business and I'm doing my best, but I'm probably still making mistakes and that's okay. I'm going to keep going and don't forget to breathe. I think you
0: summarize this chapter of business perfectly, right? Which is like at the start of business, it's like really annoying and overwhelming because you don't have clients. And then the second phase is it's really overwhelming and annoying because you have clients, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's been a lot of work, but it's been so, so fun.
0: What's been your favorite part about getting paid to do design?
1: I, I still feel like I shouldn't get paid, Anna, <laughs> mm. because it's so fun. I mean, I I do feel like I'm putting in the work. I'm working really hard for my clients and I know that I'm bringing them something that's very valuable, but I also still feel like, wow, I get to get paid to do what I absolutely love. And I don't know, you'll have to tell me, does that ever get easier or will I always be in this
0: place? I hear this from every single one of my clients, which is a version of like, I love what I'm doing. Do I deserve? Cause we've been taught yeah. since day one, work has to be miserable. Work has <laughs> to be awful. And here's the truth. Like even in business, like 10% of it, we're still not gonna love, right? But it yeah. does take a lot of mindset. We're working to be like, I would do this even if I wasn't getting paid. So like, can I make it okay that I'm serving and working in alignment and also making a lot of money for it, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. How have you reconciled that to this point? I think
1: that putting in like, like I know how hard I'm working and that makes it feel more about, you know, like I know that I am not, I'm not wasting the money that sent my way. Like I am, I am giving everything that I have to these projects and knowing that I'm putting my heart and soul into it for these people makes me feel really good about accepting their money.
0: I love, like, you know that you are someone that shows up for your clients, that does good work, that works hard. So that, yeah, I agree. Like makes you feel a little less guilty, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) How beautiful. I love that. Um, Okay, tell me... um, in case anyone's been listening to this and they're like, okay, how can I hire Devin to, to design my room? Tell them a little bit more about your main offer. Um, the one that I used for my living room, you can even see my beautiful living room on my Instagram. I can tag in that too. Yes. But if someone is interested in having a room designed by you, maybe walk them through like what that process looks like, start to finish and what they can expect.
1: Yes. Okay. So I, at this point, am offering a one-room e-design package. It currently costs $295. And what it looks like is you get me in your space virtually. And I will chat with you at the start over Zoom on what are your goals for your space? What are your problem areas? What are you most hoping to accomplish? And then you will take photos of your space you will take videos of your space you will measure your space for me send all of that information my way and then I dive in and I get to work and I work on a 3D rendering of your space where I can move things around especially like I did for Anna's room with a living room we can try putting your couch here and this is what it'll look like if you have it over here and um, I also am working on sketching more accurate renderings of your space and then I create a clickable shopping list. So I give several options of like a couch and I send it to you in a document where you can click on that couch and it will take you directly to the website where you can purchase it at your own time. And and you then get to create your space whenever you want. And I am there to help support you as you begin to pull it all together.
0: I'm obsessed. I am obsessed. Like, there's no way my living room would look like it does. Like, everyone, when they walk in, are like, wow, Anna, this is amazing. And I'm like, no. I know, because I didn't do it. If I did, I the, <laughs> right. But <laughs> I just love Devin the way you made it so simple and you reduce so much decision fatigue around like, mm-hmm. here's two options to pick for your table, right? Yeah. Here's three options to pick for your chairs, right? So, there still is some creative liberty on my end, but yeah. not like search the internet. For literally I mean, 9 million dining room tables. Like I don't have time for yes. that.
1: Right. You're so right. There are so many options out there and it's easily overwhelmable to the point that we just get paralyzed. And so I think having a second set of eyes and someone who can narrow the options for you, like I, I love doing that. Like, give me, I'll take the time to find all of those options for you so that you don't have to. I love that. What would you say?
0: Like, I have loved, if you don't follow Devin on Instagram, make sure that you do. I have loved some of the content you've been putting out lately. For you, again, it's probably a no-brainer. But for me, I'm like, what? You're supposed to put your, des- your shelf elements in a triangle? That's why it <laughs> looks so good, right? Or like, what would you say for people is the value in having an aesthetic space that feels good to them, especially for women that work from home?
1: Oh my gosh, Anna, I just can't emphasize enough how important it is to have a space that you can feel relaxed in that you can feel peaceful like it, it I feel so passionately that everyone should have a home that they walk into and their face just is like wow like your face lights up and your body the tension is released from your body and it feels right and i and i think that people don't know how much design plays into those feelings And and a designed space where everything fits and it's beautiful and it's cohesive and you add texture and you add, you know, the aha like statement piece, it makes a huge difference in how you feel in your home. And I think that people won't fully understand that until they experience it.
0: I a hundred percent agree. And I think it's like the investment that just gives back and back. And cause it's like, you know, they say like invest in a good mattress because you're sleeping on it for 10 hours a night or like invest in a nice living room because you're there all the time. Like we, especially for women and mamas and business owners, like we use our space. Like I am home all the time.
1: Yes. It's so true, Anna. I, I just think that the world it's, I think it's easy to feel like your home is like just your space where you can be messy and you can be, you know, unkempt. And I think that's true and it's good to have that. But, but if your house is a mess, you feel like a mess too internally. And when your house is beautiful and designed in such a way that it like elevates your home, like you're going to feel yourself and, and your insides elevate as well.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay, I feel like I need to have you back on the podcast because I think this is such an interesting conversation. I was telling my friend yesterday that, you know, I love housekeepers. I've hired housekeepers, but ever since mm-hmm. I moved into my new house, I haven't hired a housekeeper and I'm literally up on my dishes and laundry every day, which is yeah. like, that is weird for me. Okay, that is weird. But I think part of it is I am so loving my new house. I am yeah. so loving, like keeping my space. It's almost like productive procrastination for me too. Right. But like, I do feel like when my having my living room and my dining space, like be designed and aesthetic, like I want to upkeep it. I w- like, how do you think I, I, that was so interesting to me how you said, like, our space being messy reflects like yeah i think i had said that to myself before like oh it's just my house so i can be messy in it mm-hmm. but i think that's such an interesting frame you gave us
1: yes 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 like all of that i think that keeping your house clean becomes so much easier when when you feel like when your house Anna is all put together it feels incredible right because everything has its place and it's designed in such a way that that it just doesn't feel right unless it's put together how it was supposed to go right and and that's not as like a, oh my gosh I have to work so hard to keep my house together it's like this feels natural this feels right this feels easy
0: Wow. Devin, my mind is blown. I think you're right. And I think I need to hire you to do my bedroom next because like, I think with my living room, you're right. Because everything in my living room, you intentionally designed and curated. I always want to get it back to the curation. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) And it feels good and it feels fun. Like, Ooh, I'm going to tidy this and what like. And so I think when a space has been designed, we know we have a motivation of what to get it back to right? When something's never been designed, there's no clear end in sight, right? Mm A hundred percent. Yes. (laughs) My mind is blown. My mind is blown. Okay. How do people get in touch with you if they are interested in having you design their space?
1: Yes. So I am on Instagram and my handle is design coach. It's pretty easy to find at this point. I also have a website that is linked to my Instagram. I don't know, Anna, if you have some notes that you can put on yes, the I'll put everything in the show people, notes. The link, perfect. So um, yeah, you can find both of those links there. And there's on my website, there's just some really simple buttons to click if you want to book a consultation and we can do a free phone call, Zoom call to just chat about your space and if I'm a good fit and you know, where we want to go from there.
0: I am obsessed with this conversation. Um, Devin, okay, before you go, tell me like, especially because most of the people that listen to this podcast are entrepreneurs, are working- mamas right are busy women like what's one small tip or action if someone listened to this and they're like okay I for sure want to hire Devin in the next 30 days but what's something they could do even this week to start creating more aestheticness or peace or calm in their house
1: yes that's a great question I think I think when you're just getting started, making sure that everything has a purpose in your home and especially your main, I would start with your main living space or your bedroom, pick one of those rooms, probably the one that you spend the most time in and look around your space and check and make sure there's nothing there. That's just taking up space that doesn't need to be there. I think that the flow to a room is really important. Make sure you have traffic lines where people can walk from this space to this space without tripping over things. (laughs) It's amazing how much difference it makes to have just empty space. I think there's a balance you have to find between too much and not enough, but you have to have traffic lines. You have to have flow to your space and everything really should have a purpose.
0: I That's one of the things you told me, Devin, a few months ago that made a big difference to me when I bought my new house. I was feeling overwhelmed and you were like, Anna, pick one room. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> and <laughs> once I did, right? Like, and it made a huge difference. And so I think yeah. in our houses, we can feel like we have to, it's same thing with our business. We feel like we have to like fix everything at once, right? Yeah. But I love that reminder of like, just pick your living space or your bedroom, hire Devin to update it, right? <laughs> but just really start with one space. Like that advice literally was game changing for me. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Tell me, okay. Any other, um, for someone that is thinking about getting coach and, or starting their business, maybe it's their first time, or maybe it's their fifth time and they're feeling like, "Wow, well, should I try again? Like what advice would you give them if they're thinking about doing the program and, or starting their coaching business?
1: Oh my gosh. I don't think that I could recommend you more, Anna. I just love the way that you are in my corner. And it's more than that though. Like like we talked about earlier, you have faith for me when I didn't have faith, but you also have incredible producibles like the documents that you gave me and the programs and the exercises that you walked me through were beyond helpful. like I, I mean I know all of us have probably spent hours like scrolling through Pinterest and seeing all of these offers like sign up for this free course or, or check out this free email and I I read a lot of those Anna and not a single one of them comes anywhere close to what you have to offer.
0: That means the world to me. That is like my, I get that feedback a lot with getting coached because of how many like templates and swipe
1: copies.
0: And like, I'm just such a big fan of in that program, making it so copy paste because I think when you're starting your business, your brain is on overload and we just need copy paste. Like, yeah you could write the email yourself you could write the social post but also why when you're already (laughs) dealing with imposter syndrome and like Uh should I even do so it's just like I love that you gave yourself permission to like make it easy use the swipe templates follow the process and just not have to reinvent the wheel yes
1: and you've done an incredible job friend
0: you are the best. Okay. I will link all of Devin's things. If you listened to this and had any takeaways, please tag us both on Instagram. We would love to hear what come up, came up for you. And as always, just thank you for tuning into the show.